Welcome to Opinions Like Ales, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions and most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Trying to be cautious as, as new things come our way, whether it's news, whether it's products, whether it's whatever, not to get too excited, but not to be too cynical. It's a balance that you have to strike. And you're not talking about the January 6th committee. Here. No, fuck, fuck all those insurrectionist assholes and uh, more power to the people running the investigation trying to get those assholes behind bars. Uh, uh, what I'm talking about is mainly that damn Munsters trailer. Yeah. Because it's one of those things like, n- like, not going to lie. Like, no, not, not, not what I want. That's, that's not Let's what just I jump right into it then. We watched the trailers for the new Munsters movie. We did. Um, and it's not what I want, but but... But I trust, but like I trust Rob Zombie. I think it's gonna be fun. The only thing that I really had a big beef with in it was uh, Herman Munster's voice. Yes, very silly. It just was so so vastly different from the Fred Gwynn, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so vastly different from that Herman Munster voice that I had a hard time accepting that as Herman Munster. Yeah, it was very... And that brought me out of it even more. The whole thing seems to be very much either leaning into the camp of the original show and wanting to really highlight the silliness of the entire concept. The show, I don't know if you remember it well, the show was very goofy. Very goofy. Campy, silly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it doesn't seem that far off. It's just a Rob Zombie version of that camp. Yeah, and it's clearly right. Rob Zombie embracing the camp, which I don't know that we expected. Well, I, no, I mean, that's the thing is that I, nobody, I don't think anybody did when they were like, Rob Zombie's taking on a um, a classic horror family that's only known as that because of the way they looked, but it's a straight comedy. Exactly. A sitcom yeah. comedy was was the Munsters. Yeah. It, you it, know, it was I Love Lucy with monsters. Mm-hmm. It was the idea of taking these scary things sucking the power out of them by putting them in very banal situations. Um, like what they, happens when Frankenstein needs to use the toaster? Yeah, exactly. <coughs> We've all been there. Who who hasn't been the Frankenstein trying to toast your morning breads uh, so that you can have a balanced Ugh. breakfast? Ugh. Yes. Mad. Yes, that, that, that is exactly when what you When the buttons expect. won't work. And this is why to hear him so eloquently describe the problem to his neighbors. His voice was just too high. It was too high. It was too high. Too high. It was too high. Um, like many of the audience will be watching this. Oh, I will be, I will need to be very high to watch this. This is not a sober film. This is a... Speaking of things that uh, you need to be high to watch, do you remember... And it's been a couple years now because we've been doing this show for half a decade. We... we yeah, we've put Actually, in the hours. longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the better part of a decade. Yeah. And Most. a few years back, we talked about a trailer for a film. A film. That was starring Hilary Duff. Cinema. Hilary Duffman. Yeah. Yeah, Duffman. In uh, The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Do you remember that? Wow. At all? Um, uh, no. No, I can't. I remember that it was a thing. I gave it a good college try last night. And you know me yeah. and that type of film and yeah. especially that story. Yeah. You'd think I'd finished the film. But you didn't. True crime with the Duff Man. Well, not true crime. That's okay. That's true. Not not true crime. This is a, a dramatization. 
of a uh, fake crime, a, a, a and, and a fictional. Anyways, it, but, but it was like bad. Crime. It was bad. It was I bad. love. Crime. You like crime. You love crime. This topic, uh, true it's or my otherwise. Favorite. Yeah, I love crime. Yeah. Let's get a clean take of that. I love crime. <laughs> we 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 love, love crime. We, we love, here at OLA Ministries love, love crime. crime. <laughs> um. Yeah, and it was bad. No. It was bad. So much of the dialogue was just like, "What do you think our future's going to be?" Do you think that there's destiny? But, you know, like all Oof. this, it was so. <laughs> like teen navel gazing. After Do you think murder. I'm going to get murdered soon? Like it might as well have been that. Yeah. Like, so fucking stupid. Uh, yeah, it was real bad. It was real bad. Okay. So uh, not, not a recommendation. No. Not something people should check out. Don't do it. Okay. What's it called again? Uh, the Haunting of Sharon Tate. The Haunting of Sharon Tate. Uh, yeah, so don't don't watch that. I believe that's what it was. Starring the Duff Man. It's on Amazon Prime if you choose to subject. But but don't do, do you don't care because you're not going to watch it. But here's the thing, like, and you, uh, if you're a fan of the show, if you've listened for a while, you know my love of movies that are so bad they're good. Yes, but this um, doesn't even count as bad. It wasn't fun bad. Oh. It was just bad bad. Not not uh, Howard the Duck bad. No, just uh, the day after tomorrow bad. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, day after tomorrow. A classic uh, nuclear arm. Armageddon film. That that is the first movie I ever walked out of the theater. Of. Really? Yeah, man, that uh, was a turd. I don't know that I've ever walked out of the theater that I can remember. Um, I think that's still the only time it might be. I walked out of Hook to go play video games at the arcade next door, but that wasn't because I didn't like Hook. I was never going to watch Hook. Oh, Hook was a Hook was a hook. Hook was the hook. It was to get me to the to the arcade to uh-huh. play Sunset Riders. And you were like, all right, five minutes in, I don't care what happens to this stupid-ass kid. Yeah, didn't care. Didn't care. Grown-up Peter Pan, that's not fun. No. No, Peter Pan is when he's, he's like, a boy. Grown-ass man. Flying. Yeah, grown-ass. Hairy hands. I was a big... <laughs> when I was a... a, a Peter t- Pan's <laughs> hands are very hairy. P- P- Peter Harry hands. Uh, old, old Peter Harry hands. Old Peter Harry hands. <laughs> When when I was a kid, I did not like um, adults and their adult things. Uh, I wanted who to... did like yeah. I want to watch some grown up balance their checkbook. Yeah, but 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 likewise, like even if 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 grown ups were having adventures alongside the youth, I wanted none of it. Right. So I when, get you. When, I get you. When they so ju- the second an adult tags along on the adventure, you're like, nope, no, thank no, you. This is this is we have lost all credibility for this Got it. this childlike <laughs> abandon. Yeah, because now the kids like have to behave a little. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's what Stephen King and like Spielberg and like they all got it right with like letting the kids curse and like you know talk like kids talk. And- yeah, where, where the the closest thing to a parent is is Brant, the the older brother. Yeah, yeah. That's a, nope. Anything beyond that, I don't want it. I don't Wait, want it. Wait, are you talking about Goonies? I was talking about Goonies. I think it's just Brand. Is, uh, it, is it Brand? Can we pull it up? It, oh, because it's short for Brandon. Isn't I think, it? I think, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. not Brand. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been the, a, it's, the second you said that, I was like, who is Brand? <laughs> yeah, you know, was it, is it not? Because let me, let, me, let me find out. Yeah, yeah. Do that. We'll pull Let's it up. Get some R&D on it. Uh Brand, you are right. Okay, with a D. Okay, with a D. Cool, cool, with a D. Cool. Also, man, man, if he doesn't look good with that goatee, look at Josh Brolin, Silver Fox, rocking that goatee. Man, you know, where? Come on, Thanos. I generally do not enjoy 
a goatee on a man. Yeah. It's that you are like one of four people that have made it only because you've seen functional. me without it. That's why. Yeah, but like I feel like most of the facial hair iterations you've done have worked pretty okay. Yeah. And I think that's just because of the combination of bald head, hairy face. Yeah. Uh, it works. Thank you. You know, like, yeah, it's something that it's like you, can't, you counteract the lack of hair on top with the hair on the bottom. That's It's a balance. And that yeah. way the rest of the world doesn't see you as just a no-haired freak. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Well, Don't want to upset anybody. But no, no, yeah, everyone else looks amazing with no hair. I look like an egg. An egg. So it was, uh, you have a better shape than an egg. It's not quite a, that oblong. A misshapen egg. <laughs> I look like an egg that God got an wrong. An egg that's too rounded. Yeah. And look at uh, that circle egg. An, an egg that has fallen from the sight of the Lord. And somehow did not break. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, so no. A it's, safely caught bad egg. But even even that version, the Brolin goatee, it didn't strike me as like, oh, look at this douche. No, yeah. Well, and, and we should be clear, this is not, a, the, the, the true goatee would have no mustache. That is true. This is technically now, the Van Dyke. The chin-only goatee yeah. is a fucking abomination, <laughs> and I, I will fucking die on this it's, hill. It's concerning. Uh, it's a concerning facial hair choice. There's a certain local person that, that rocks that. Oh, yeah? And Along he, with mutton chops, and it's quite the combination that I cannot wrap my brain around. Really? Yeah. Oh, we will have to talk about this off mic. Yes, we will. I want to know about all this hair. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, you know exactly who I'm talking about. I'm sure I do. I, I'm plugged in. I know people. You are. I, I have been unplugged for a hot minute other than the internet. I, I will say uh, I've been back out. I, I spent the last week. Um, I was off work. I had vacation mm-hmm. from the news life. Uh, so I dipped my toes back into the comedy world, and I had a great time. Yeah? I had a great time, and and part of it was um, uh, I, I really enjoy a couple of the figures who are, are, are some of the big movers and shakers right now. There's a few of those folks who I'm just getting to know and, and, and really have partially been surprised by by who, who they are and um, – uh, the work they're doing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm glad to see that. The, the, the scene is largely in good hands. Yeah, due to one certain doctor uh, who or, just really came in and took charge and like became a, a real leader. No, I think that guy's probably a douchebag. But uh, but others are, 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 are Killing do, it. doing a hell of just a doing job. doing a real good job. Yeah, I, I, I can't speak to, uh, uh, you know... Uh, I can't speak to any of that, uh, um, but I haven't been everywhere though. I mean, there's stuff. That's a nice thing. You haven't been everywhere, man. I, I have not been everywhere, man. <laughs> uh, I, I have not always breathed the mountain air, man. man? <laughs> Who did that song? Uh, that was uh, a, a, a Johns of Cash. <laughs> well, really, was it Johnny Cash? Yeah, yeah. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah, breathe the mountain. Yeah, that's that's all Johnny. Coming Cash. in your hair, man. <laughs> Yeah, that was gross. That's him. That's that's all. John. Old Johnny. John. Old Johnny Haircome Cash. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say Johnny Haircut. <laughs> well, Haircome. Yeah, you, John, he Johnny, had to, he had to get haircut Johnny, on account of the Johnny, cum in his hair. Old Johnny Haircome Haircut. I'll cut the cum out of his hair. <laughs> oh, oh. Th- that was gross. I apologize for Johnny Cash. Yeah, I got to tell you though, I I I saw a set this last week where someone started by singing some old Johnny Cash. Really? And they killed it. Did they do a good impression or were they just singing their natural they voice? They were just singing along. 
just just rocking some cash because okay. because uh, I was up at Cellar Dweller. Cellar mm-hmm. Dweller is one of my my favorite open mics in town. There's two that I'm going to regularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Starlight, of course, mm-hmm. run by our good friends uh, Laura Cook and Brett Jeffries, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then over at the Cellar Dweller, run by Roscoe and Cepeda Cheeks, uh, and that's a that's a real solid one as well. And I like Roscoe. that one's fun and playful, and um, the um, uh, one thing they're doing is music when they bring you up. Okay, and, and they brought up uh, Sherry Johnson. Uh, last mm-hmm. week uh, to some Johnny Cash, and she started singing along before she went into her set, which was largely off the cuff. Sherry is hilarious. I got the chance to see her for maybe the second time in a couple years now because I've been, you know, I've been largely at home, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. dodging the COVID. Didn't work. Still caught it back in April. Yeah, whatever. Man, I am still, I'm still bobbing and weaving. Yeah, nice. I, I, I would for you. Cause, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, I know it's. <laughs> I, I do understand that it's largely due to being double vaccinated and boosted. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, the fact that uh, even some of my double vaxxed, double boosted uh, cohorts uh, have, have caught it. Uh, me, me among times. them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and, and um, people at work that, that, have, that have caught it more than once. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm still... I'm I've still standing, the- don't have no COVID. No COVID like you ever been. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. Elton John, he's good. I love the Elton John. Mm-hmm. That's a good um, song. I like that song. But the Cellar Dweller mic is good. Um, I got a chance to to step out uh, to a couple other open mics um, uh, and not only had some great sets, which was a lot of fun, but also got to see a little bit of drama. You know, there's always drama in these performer it's my communities. my favorite. Uh, so I got to see a little bit of that unfold, and that was kind of fun. And I didn't realize... Do we talk about it? No, no, no. I don't. Well, I mean... You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing I'm going to say, because we saw something in Oklahoma City recently, mm-hmm. and it always comes down to the same idea uh, or some variation. It's always a comedian tells a joke. The audience doesn't like the joke and the comedian doubles down. Mm-hmm. They decide to leave because it's the audience's into- fault. Exactly. And, and, and here's the deal. A lot of people say that there's stuff that you shouldn't joke about. There, there's a big push right now to to punch up versus punch down. If you're going to besmirch, you're going to talk shit about someone, hurt people in power, mm-hmm. hurt people with authority. Mm-hmm. Don't come down on marginalized people, on people mm-hmm. who are already struggling. Mm-hmm. I don't 100% agree with that. Mm-hmm. Here's my take. You could talk about whatever the hell you want on stage. You want to dip into potentially offensive material? Go hog fucking wild. But mm-hmm. and here's the but, and I already know what the but is. Can I guess? Go for it. Uh, none of these motherfuckers that we're talking about are anywhere close to good enough to have a joke that dips into those realms and works. Well, well, and they could, they could, they could come up with something. Com- comedy is half just random inspiration. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're seeing a thing, you come up with an idea. The brain is a magical tool. Well, they the could. brain has to have the skill to turn it into the funny <laughs> they, thing. They could, they could. I'm going to give them that support. Sure, and the but Cubs they, could win the World Series again tomorrow. But here's the catch. You got to be funnier uh-huh. than you are offensive. And that happens about 0.001% in local comedy. Not true at all. And I'll, and I'll tell you who, who has done it. Uh, and, and obviously, she, she's living that life. But our re- recent guest, Brett Jeffries. 
uh, trans woman who tells trans jokes on stage. And they dip into stuff that could be offensive. But do you know what it always is? Funny. Mm -hmm. And and that's got to be partially because she's living it. So she understands that. Right. And that's the other thing is that nine times out of ten, the people dipping into these um, subjects, um, their expertise is adjacent at best. Exactly. At best. That's being generous. Most of the time, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And it's always so typically from a place of not understanding the idea. Like, it's like It comes what, from a place of privilege, if we're being honest. Yeah. Well, well privilege and ignorance. 100%. Because you, you, and which is so, it's easy to understand. To, to stay on the trans topic for just a minute longer, to be cisgendered like we are. You know, mm-hmm. we both are, we are the gender we were born. We never really doubted it. And we're pretty confident there today. And I, I hope I don't speak ill of, incorrectly on your behalf. But I, I think so. Of what now? You're, you're cisgendered and fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have any, you've never had questions about your own gender. No. Yeah, same. So the two of us, um, to start to make those jokes, if we wanted to dip into that topic, it would be very natural for us to come at it from the outsider perspective. So it would be very easy to stumble into offense. I have a trans son and I'm not touching that topic. Right, You know yeah. what I mean? Because even then I feel like I'm too... The most I could maybe talk about is just being the parent of a trans person. Like I'm, I could never speak to the trans, yeah, um, existence, the trans the experience. You know, exper- thank you, thank you. That's yeah. what I was going for. Yeah, exactly. But and I mean, I believe you know you could get to jokes that would be that would explore that topic without being offensive, but it's probably sure. not going to be the first ones that would come to you. Right, because the first ones, and, and, and I'm going to speak openly here, and, and I, I I support uh, my trans friends, I support trans people, um, but as someone who is cisgendered and not experienced it, there's many things about the experience I do not understand. Mm-hmm. So for me to start making jokes in that topic, it would it's very much immediately insensitive. Well, it would come from a place of identifying the otherness of it, one hundred percent, which is kind of patently offensive, and that's problematic. And to, to get to good humor, I have to reach beyond that. Correct. Yeah. And the other thing that we're not really touching on is that a lot of the times, the the ones that we're talking about in this moment, the these people who have done poorly at this, who have said the wrong thing and then well, and, not tried to own it and make it better. But even then, there are some who you know maybe did have good intentions, but there's a lot of these people that are coming at the I can't say what I want thing because the thing they wanted to say was genuinely um, hateful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if your joke is coming from a place of of prejudice um, that's deep down within you and that's coming out, and then when it comes out and people don't respond well to it and you blame them, um, that's a lot of what we're talking about here. Yeah, it's... Um and and well and i understand wanting to defend your art and and wanting to and and, and recognizing air quotes around that <laughs> you know well listen i mean it's, I know, I it's know. art it's not it's not necessarily you know what but that's not i make the argument that it's hard quite often i'm just joking <laughs> right but and and surely there are times where the audience just didn't get it and they well, just yeah. they just weren't on board that night and your joke is fine so it's it can definitely be um hard to know which one to do is it is it time to defend my joke and and keep trying and maybe the next audience will get it my philosophy has always been 
that unless you are headlining a show that people came to specifically to see you and they know what they're getting into, yeah, it's just safer to keep your material as relatable as possible and talk about only the things that you really know about. Yeah. Um, which is why my material is about being a stoner, being a dad, being fat. Right, yeah. I mean, that's it. I don't touch religion. I don't touch politics. And these are th- two things that I feel I know enough about. You but, know what I mean? But at the same time, I haven't earned the right to get up there and expect everybody in the audience to be on board because I have not earned the audience being filled only of people that came to see me. At that point, I know that those people are on board and I can do those things. Yeah. But until you've earned that, which is like these motherfuckers that want to come out of the gate, be real gross and be like, well, Anthony Jeselnik, Anthony Je-. You think Anthony Jeselnik did that at open mics when he first started? You're fucking out of your mind. Exactly. He had to get to the point where they were coming to see him. You are out really of your mind go. if you thought he was, if you think he was doing that immediately out of the gate. I remember uh, a feature at the Looney Bin. Uh, and, and quick refresher, your standard comedy club lineup is an MC, then a feature, then a headliner. Your feature is your middle guy. Um, so some people were there to see him, but not as many as a little there in the to- middle, but he got much back. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, but not as many as are there to see the headliner. And of course, not as many as are there just to walk into the Looney Bin Comedy Club and see who's ever there because it's a comedy club. And for many people, comedy clubs, comedy doesn't have superstars. It just is a thing you go get the way you go get a drink, you know, um, but this people fe- go to the comedy club the same way they're like, oh, let's go to the dinner theater or let's go to the escape room or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're not entirely sure what you're going to see, but you know you'll see You just something- decided that night that that's what you're going to do. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> not, not that there aren't people that come to see comedy club headliners, but the, the sure. club circuit is not... But what did the little in the middle do? The little in the middle told me... Uh, and, and you know, as a as an MC, I've always tried to do good humor that's there for everybody, but also as a comic with unique experiences. I've told some of those unique experiences in my jokes, you sure. know? Um, most recently, I dip into a little bit about uh, being out in the last five years, being closeted before that, mm-hmm. you know? But what this feature told me was we're there, what he called, to make burgers. You're making the most basic, acceptable meal for people to keep them in enjoying the meal in this <sighs> metaphor. I'm not there to show off who I am and my uniqueness. Especially as an MC. The worst thing you can do mm-hmm. is fuck up a room for the next two comics. Exactly. So I'm not going to get into my weird religion stories. No, you got to be politics, palatable. weird sexuality. Right. Keep it simple. I'm not talking about fucking Falls Creek. On the up talk, there yeah, talk about why, why does do men not put that toilet seat down, you know? Oh, ugh, no, I'm not. You're not doing that, but that's that's what he's getting at. That's why that joke tells. Fuck tells, that. You know how 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 non-spicy white people food is. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> like something nice and oh, basic. Yeah, yeah. You know, man, you'd think that my my son's spice tolerance, yeah, is otherworldly. Yeah, like this fucking kid is constantly just destroying his poor asshole with the spiciest <laughs> foods on the planet. And he's like constantly living in the bathroom, and he's like, I, he's like, oh, I don't know why I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, you don't know why you have to go to the bathroom all the time. You don't know why you have to go to the bathroom all the time. You see your diet because your your belly is shoving food through. <laughs> Get this out of me as fast as possible. Yeah, it's evacuating. 
Well, and 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 he's he's what he's like 12, 13 years old. What are you being serious? How old's your son now? <laughs> he's fifteen. Fucking a. I'm about it. to teach that motherfucker how to drive. So not okay with that. I know it's real weird. <laughs> <laughs> so fifteen. So even when he's not eating meals, I bet he's down in shit like taki. Oh yeah, those uh, spicy flaming hot flaming Cheetos. Cheetos. Uh, he got the flaming hot Cheetos mac and cheese recently. Okay. Which I tried the regular Cheetos mac and cheese. Yeah. Trash. Is it? Fucking trash. I, it seems weird to me. It's gr- it was disgusting. Yeah. I ate two bites and threw it in the garbage. If you want fake tasting mac and cheese, just get Velveeta. Just craft, man. You can't go wrong. I love that fucking nasty cheese powder. Yeah, I guess that's, that tastes fake enough, doesn't it? Ah. What is it? It's I, I think it's just the nostalgia of Kraft mac and cheese that yeah. makes me never not like it's, it's a flavor you grew up with. Yeah, where I'm like, ah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> do what do you, when you make basic Kraft mac and cheese? Do you add anything to it? What's no. your basic recipe? Salt and pepper. Every once in a while, I'll throw some pepper on there. A little bit of pepper. A little, yeah. bit, a little bit of onion powder. You ever do that? Nah. No. Nah. Not on the mac and cheese. And I'm a big onion powder user when I cook. Yeah. But not yeah, not on the mac and cheese. What about um, mac and cheese. any any standard mix-ins? You ever done the tuna with some mac and cheese? No. No. Nah. What about uh some broccoli? A little bit of broccoli with mac and cheese? Nah. No? Okay. No. Nah. I'll mix some like uh, you know, uh throw some like ground beef in there or something. Really? Okay. You know, ground some, beef. Some taco meat, mix maybe. Ch- cheesy mac. Yeah, you know, something like that. You're basically making your hamburger helper yep. at that point. Yep. The hamburger very much helped out. Hamburger, what about hamburger helper itself? Do you ever use that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I find that hamburger helper, uh, not as good the next day. Nah, always sucks. Do you know why? Why is that? Something about those fucking noodles, they keep cooking when you reheat them, so they, they're they mush. Okay. When you reheat them every time, yeah. right? Is that, Am I wrong? I, is t- that the thing that... Because that's the thing that turns me off every time. It seems like no matter the noodle shape, no matter the kind of... Like, it could be cheesy Italian shells. It could be beef stroganoff. It could be three cheese. It could be any of the, you know, any of the above. Yeah. And... uh the next day, you put it in a microwave, and those noodles just just turn to mush. None of them reheating right for you. Nope. Huh. Not that a one. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Yep. Hamburger helper, day of only. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you know what's good for multiple days? What's that? The Blue Whale Comedy Festival. <gasps> oh, fuck. <laughs> it's back, baby. We're back. It's back. We're back. And by we, we mean the damn podcast back at the Blue Whale Holy Comedy Festival. Shit. Ah, uh, been a couple years. It was. It was. Uh, we had uh, Gina Brion. Yep. We had uh, Josh Lathy. Uh huh. Sure did. We had um, uh, uh, Greg Renoff. Uh, right. We had Greg Renoff and uh, Byron. Nope. No. Um, Moses. Yeah, we had Byron. Uh, no, Brian Moses. Brian Moses. That's what it was. I was getting him and Byron Bowers mixed up. Both yeah. We had Brian Moses with. of the uh, the the insult battle. Yeah. Brian was great. Um, and that was a lot of fun. That, that was, was a, a lot of fun. Show. We did we, that live. That was backstage at Chimera. Yeah, we played a couple games. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, we'll probably switch it up a little bit. I don't know if we're going to have any games. We'll see. Well, the, the show is so different now. So, so let's This be, show, yes. Yeah, so, so let's be full on. So the Blue Whale Comedy Festival is running from, uh, I want to say, August 24th through the 27th uh, in downtown Tulsa. I think it's 25th. 25th through the 27th? The, maybe so. Yeah. yeah. It's only three days, yeah. Mm-hmm. We are going to be recording a live episode on uh, August 26th. 7th. 27th. Saturday. Saturday. No, it's 26th. I'm almost positive. Anyway, we'll, we'll post about it online. 
Um, Keep going. I'll look. So we've got uh, we're going to do a live recording of the show, uh, just like we have done before. Um, and then uh, we've got a couple of guests lined up. We will have frenemy of the show, Ryan Green, will be joining us. And then one of the headliners of the Blue Whale Comedy Festival and a good friend uh, who we've both had the chance to perform alongside, uh, Ron on Hirschberg, uh, will be on the show, uh, as well as some other guests that we are still waiting to announce. So uh, good stuff. Um, and and uh, super excited about being uh, bringing the pod back to the show. And a huge thanks to the BWCF crew for letting us do that. Um, we are uh, super excited. I'm trying to find the the actual email you sent me. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, it says that uh, currently we have you slotted for performing at the Oklahoma Show Oakley. Fuck me. Yeah, I'm, Oakie Homie Showcase Friday, uh, August twenty sixth, and you're recording your podcast live at the Lowdown Club on Saturday, August twenty seventh. Right, August twenty seventh, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> it was sexy and shocking. <laughs> sexy and shocking, just like OLA. So yeah, so uh, and I think we're uh, we're we're at the lowdown, correct? Which, which was the the basement of duet, used exactly. to be duet, yeah. Which uh, we both had a chance to perform there uh, a couple years back. Uh, we both opened for a comedian there as one of the little blue whale mini shows. That's right. Yeah, that was forever and ever ago. Wow, who was that? I don't know. <laughs> Pre pandemic. Oops. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that memory. Funny comedian. That memory died of first COVID. First name, last name. <laughs> Who tore it up uh, at a uh, former name of venue underneath Duet. Oh, uh, man. Uh, was part of the Blue Well mini shows. Uh, but we'll be back there uh, recording the podcast. And then, like Mike was saying, you can see me on the Oklahoma Showcase. Friday, uh, August 26th. Yeah, and that'll be a, probably a sound pony. I think it's always a sound pony. Almost positive. Uh, and that's hosted by friend of the show, Evan Hughes. Uh, Tulsa's own, of course. Uh, so, yeah, so got to come see us ride the whale. As they call it. Nobody calls it that. They should, though. I've been trying to get them to do that for a few years now. For some reason, they, they just won't. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a good time. I don't know. We'll, we're, you know. we'll obviously see what the, what the venue will allow as far as uh, is what we can do with, the, with, with audience participation and all that fun stuff that we tried to do yeah. uh, before. But like Hilton said, the show is just uh, different as well. Um, so we're, we're going to figure it out. We're going to have fun. Yeah, and, uh, and either way, with Ryan, uh, with us, uh, and if you know Ron Renan, at all, uh, yeah. uh, these are uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun stories and a lot of funny stuff to, to to hang out with us and enjoy. So absolutely, so I hope you come check it out. Uh, and and the whole damn show is going to be great. I mean, the Ron on show on its own is worth checking out. Uh, friend of the show, Trevor Carrion, is opening for him, so absolutely thrilled to see him there. Uh, uh, Ryan has got a pretty good gig lined up for it. Um, Dan Fritchie, friend of the show, is going to be on Kane's ballroom stage. He was just in my house this morning picking up his daughter who had a sleepover. Aw. Isn't that cute? That's adorable. I know. Fritchie's opening up for Rory Scovel. That's awesome. Well-deserved. Yeah. yeah. So glad to see that. Um, so, so really, the whole festival will be great. And, and it's really it's just a whole weekend of fantastic live comedy in Tulsa. The tickets, the day passes are only like 50 bucks. So it's not even that bad if you just want to come out and see everything and be a part of it. So uh, I sure hope you'll, you'll hop on the BWCF website and grab some tickets. Absolutely. As soon as you can. Always a big fan of uh, Dan is telling me about the, uh, the, the grumblings of, uh, of, well, why does Dan always get everything? And it's like, what do you mean? Why does da- Dan just now got something 14 years in? Fuck right off. 
Oh, has he not had uh, like a big uh, opening gig for it before? I mean, no, not not this. He's not been on a Kane show at Blue Whale, but he's okay. also like, you know, like is he headlining? What is he always getting? Yeah. That's, oh yeah. 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 He's really just opening for someone. You yeah. Know? Exactly. He I, got a good show. Yeah. And and it's like. And and even if that is the case, if he is getting a bunch of stuff, it's because he fucking earned it for doing this shit for 14 years. 14 years and kicking ass at it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, like, I've been doing comedy for just as long as Dan, but... You know, for years, I was just doing MC gigs, hosting uh, burlesque and drag I feel shows. like the three of us were pretty, like, even for a while, and yeah. then Dan just went past both of us. Because he kept putting in the work. He tried harder than yeah. we did. The guy was traveling with the World Series of Comedy for yeah, years. I true. mean, he was, he was getting around. Putting in the work. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, is if you're going to put in the time, you got to be funny, you got to have that natural ability, and you got to put in the work. If and you're going to be dumb, you got to be tough. Exactly. Exactly. You know, if you're going to be named Sue, you're going to take up a few punches. That's how that works. That's why dad named you that. So congrats <sighs> to Dan. Congrats to all our friends that made it. And we hope you guys will come see us there. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Uh, August 27th, live at the Lowdown. Yeah. We'll give you time as we get the exact time. Too. Yeah. As we, more we haven't gotten the exact out. time, but we've got, uh, we've got a month. We've got a month. Uh, but uh, maybe the time's already on the website, and we don't know because we haven't looked. We, we who knows? We do minimal research for this show. That's what you love about us. Yeah. Okay. It's we fly by the seat of our butts. Mildly researched opinions like a holes. That's I what I thought it's you were going to say. Mildly racist, and I was going to be no, like, wait up, not. what are you talking? Not about? racist. We're, we're funnier than we mildly are researched. <laughs> oh boy, minimally. Uh, uh, I'm excited about that Dungeons and Dragons movie, though. Are you really? I am. That looks fun. Man, you I checked out six or seven times in that like 2 minute preview. That uh that you know to to see them bringing a Dungeons and Dragons movie to theaters in in the modern day was surprising. Uh to have it be a fantasy action movie starring Chris Pine. I was going to say that's the other Chris, right? That's yeah, Chris uh, that's uh Captain Kirk Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be confused with Thor Chris and Captain, Captain America, America Chris. Chris. Yeah. Too many Chris's. Too many Chris's. It's uh, Hemsworth, Evans, Pine, yeah, Pratt, Pratt. Yeah, we forgot about uh, Space Chris. Space Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the adventures of Space Chris. I like it. Yeah. But uh, but this I think it looks fun, and and all the little D and D touches were neat. And that's why I checked out because I my knowledge level of D and D is yeah. Is, almost nil i had to stop and explain what a mimic was uh-huh. well i mean i i generally get the idea of a mimic is something that mimics other things but i didn't catch that it was specific to that oh that well and i don't know that a mimic does mimic other things well then that's a very poorly named creature right and i'm not a super uh D guy either. it's I, mimicking a treasure chest yeah exactly yeah so it is mimicking it definitely mimics one thing. One thing specifically, yeah. though, and that's what I didn't realize. Well, and I've always just... That's what you had to explain to me was that, no, 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 in Dungeons & Dragons, it only means one thing because it's not, like, your imagination or anything. Well, I'm going to pull up... Uh, a... Isn't the whole thing that it can, like, be whatever the fuck you want it to be? You'd think. <laughs> a lot more strict rules. People are really mad at me right now. I'm really sorry. Okay, so a mimic can apparently Shape turn changer. into anything. Yeah. There you go. So why does it always choose? Uh, 
because it knows people are stupid and greedy, and that's how it's going to get them every time. I guess so. Yeah. Because it's it's almost always it's armor it's class twelve. Okay, yeah. hit points fifty eight. I just like that you think you're gonna get treasure and then it tries to eat you. I mean, I think that's fun. It's very American. <laughs> that's it's an American creation. The it really is. What is more American than a mimic? I mean, free money. Here's free money. <laughs> You're in debt forever. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just a capitalism <laughs> metaphor. Oh. <laughs> oh. There he is again. All right, well, movie looks fun, though. Strikes again. Uh, we had a shape changer. Uh, you guessed Owlbear. That was impressive. Yeah. Like, really just nailed it. I mean, it was kind of, I mean, I very much was like, well, it's got body of bear body bear body owl head <laughs> yeah <laughs> bear body owl head it's just basic nomenclature yeah owl bear and then immediately the character goes it's owl bear yeah that's pretty good <laughs> which that i mean that right there is a sign of 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 a not great movie was that they had to say it's owl bear <laughs> well, you know what i mean like they couldn't have just been like what the hell was that? And the other character been like, I don't know, but it was really scary. And then you, as a smart movie watcher, can go, well, that was clearly an owl bear. I I don't I don't know if I support this. I, Fair enough. I don't know if this if this is how things are supposed to go. But it also could be that it's it's um maybe it's trying to hit a slightly younger demographic too. Like yeah, you know what I mean. And and you do got to explain a little more. Yeah, kids are stupid. <laughs> that, the, I I. You know, I think it's also just funny to say, well, it's an owl bear. Like well, it was a little funny. Yeah. It would have been funnier if it was like man bear pig. <laughs> well, that's owl bear pig. That's a stolen property. You can't just throw man bear pig into your into your thing. But without... you can make it owl bear pig. And it made owl bear. But there was no pig qualities. It needs like a snout or a little curly Q tail. That would have been the best. The curly Q tail. <laughs> Fucking. I'm going to add that digitally myself. <laughs> I just feel like now you're trying to make a different movie. I am because I didn't like the one we saw. <laughs> this is, I want it to be a different one. This is not the, the haunting of Sharon Tate here. You can't just find a new role for the Duff Man to play. <laughs> oh, man. Duff Man was like, what if Sharon Tate like didn't die? <laughs> what if Sharon Tate was an owlbear pig? Oh, man. Then she would have she won the day. <laughs> <laughs> she would have saved Voitech and Abigail Folger and Stephen Parent. Would have been the winning of Sharon Tate. That's right. And JC Bring. They all would have lived. The winning of Albert Pig Sharon Tate. The murder of Charles Manson and his pals. <laughs> <laughs> Manson and friends. The murder of the Manson family. Uh. Anyways, this is now like the second uh, uh, retelling of, of the Manson murders that yeah. we've had in the past few years of like, what if it didn't go like it did? And we're like, but it did, though. So cool. Well, and the uh, studios tend to do movies in, in, in pairs like that. It's the old Deep Impact, uh, Red Planet. Or, no, Deep Impact and um, Armageddon. Uh, Armageddon. Armageddon, mm -hmm. yeah. Red Planet and which one was Mars. Which one did you like more? Uh, I only saw Deep Impact. I've never okay. seen Armageddon. Uh, Armageddon was fun. Deep Impact was a better movie. Okay. Maybe. And I remember it that way, but I also have not revisited. Uh, here's the deal. Deep Impact, when it came out, there was no tie-in Aerosmith song. So no, I, there wasn't. I went, that one. Yeah, I'm going to go to that and one. And I still stand by my choice. Yeah. Yeah. You do get a fun Steve Buscemi character in Armageddon. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, that's... Excuse me. 
Buscemi. <laughs> Buscemi. <laughs> oh, Steve. Did you know he was a firefighter? I did know that he was a fire. He was at 9 11. He was. He went back to help. A lot you know who wasn't? Who? Ran as easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, man. Speaking of run. Yeah. Uh, do you see that clip of old Josh Hawley running out of the Capitol? Boy, that shit was funny as I fuck. I did not. Uh, yeah, you know, he was the one that, like, pumped his fist to yeah. the crowd on the way into the Capitol, and mm-hmm. then once they broke in, there's a clip of him that they showed at the uh, at the last hearing. They showed him running, and then they immediately showed it again in slow motion, and the audience in the January 6th hearing laughed audibly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the internet immediately went nuts and uh, put it to Forrest Gump and um, Yakety Sax yes. and uh, uh, the, um, what's the, uh, dun, 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 oh, uh, Chariots of Fire. Thank you, Chariots yeah. of Fire. The, uh, oh, so funny. So recently I ran the story. Josh Hawley, more like Josh Hall's ass out of there. Am I right? Booyah! Uh, a couple of weeks ago on the news, I got to run the story about Vince McMahon, um, about the new allegations that had come out against him. Oh, yeah. He's in a bit of trouble. And I got to... Uh, I, <laughs> he did a whoopsies. I, I did have a moment where I was like, should I use the video of him just like marching out onto the set? Yes. <laughs> Always and forever. <laughs> the yes. Vince McMahon walk. Yes. <laughs> I didn't. But uh, luckily, <sighs> Vince is the gift that keeps on giving lately because he just stepped down from, as, from his role as CEO of WWE. Nothing says this case is not going to go my way than saying, at 77, it's time for me to retire. Yeah. yeah, your mother... We all know that your ass would have still been there. You motherfucker. Uh, I mean, listen, you reap what you sow. Uh, yeah, he's almost definitely going to be uh, in some serious trouble for this one, so it is nice to uh, see something fall out from that. And, and for someone that has been a shit and the thorn in the side of so many uh, athletes for decades... Uh, to see anything bad happening to him is is fucking fabulous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Gl- definitely glad to see it. Vince McMahon is shit. Comeuppance yeah. is is a, is a term that you know comes to mind. So, uh, <laughs> retiring, yeah, you motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, the lies. And that's the other shitty part too is that like he gets to keep like his uh, you know all his shares and his seat on the board and like. Well, and that's why I'm not I'm I'm hesitant to think that this is going to be the true comeuppance because he still still wields a lot of power there. Yeah, it's not going to be until they hit him in his fucking wallet yeah. or they actually send him to fucking prison or get him in jail. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't know that he's I don't know that he's done anything that they can get him in prison for. Uh, I mean, he pro- he has done things that could land him in prison, but not that they could that actually they can like, prove exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so so But the sexual misconduct, the hush money, all of that, uh, you can always follow the money. That's the one thing I've learned from my lovely accountant wife. Yeah. Is that you can always follow the money. Yeah. Uh the other thing we learned uh in this last week, and and I, I won't touch too much more on politics, but uh one thing we learned this week is that the Bank of Oklahoma has more stringent record keeping policies than the Secret Service of the United States of America. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean that's that's the the, the biggest thing that the the last few years have really shown us is how many of our systems of government and 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 security have been just agreed upon practices. And the minute that someone pushes back and says no or decides not to follow protocol, there is not 
the true consequences in place as we would have expected. Too many of these things are susceptible to the infiltration by bad actors. Exactly. And and all they and have to do is, is disregard or discontinue the protocol. I mean, the fact that 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 one secret service agent uh left the agency for an in White House uh uh cabinet not not a cabinet position, but a a uh, a position in the White House, like in the administration, yeah, uh, and for Donald Trump, and then to go back to the Secret Service, yeah. uh, that's problematic. Yeah, uh, and and then and then that motherfucker and the other guy in the car have retained private counsel. <gasps> you don't do that whenever you didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, so so it's uh it's it, we've we've hopefully that we will see uh, some push to codify some of what have apparently been tenuously held practices mm-hmm. and principles yep. uh, to make them more um, uh, sturdy going forward. <clears throat> Electoral College Act. Uh, Electoral Count Act. Um, anyways, yeah. we here at OLA, um, we like to think that we're, um, you know, not <laughs> making you mad all the time. <laughs> we, uh, we try to be better than that. What else do we got? Do we was there anything else going on this huh? week? Um, should we pick and plug it? Have you watched anything this week? I did. I uh, I saw Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh yeah, you did. I did, and I loved it. It's long, right? It's uh, another pretty long one. It's not too bad. Okay, um, it's not as long as uh, Multiverse of Madness. I don't think. I think it comes in around uh, a little under two hours. Oh okay. Yeah, uh, maybe even uh, close to uh, ninety minutes. Let me double check that real quick. No shit. Okay. Um, this one is plays a lot more on the, the continuation oh, of just the, two the Thor comedy, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's directed by Taika Waititi again. It uh-huh. is very much in that same kind of silly uh, that there is a lot of comedy. Not not that it's silly, but that it does not always take itself one hundred percent seriously. Well, um, Thor's gotten pretty funny. Yeah, you know, Thor's become like kind of a comic relief character in this MCU. Exactly. You yeah. know, they've they've made him. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, they've, they've, they've made pl- him a little goofy. Exactly, and they definitely lean into it more with this. Uh, I I thought it was great. Um, great cast. Great to have Natalie Portman back. Uh, Christian Bale as the villain was fantastic. Um, really uh, thought um, Chris Hemsworth did a great job. Um, even with all the changes um, uh, to the status quo, uh, obviously not having um, uh, Loki in this one uh, changed things. Right. Uh, having Tessa Thompson back as Valkyrie was great. Some of the new faces like Russell Crowe, uh, seeing Jamie Alexander back as Sif, getting a chance to see some of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, it was Hopkins first, wasn't it? Wait, who played Zeus? Uh, well, no, no, uh, Odin. Uh, Anthony Hopkins played Odin. Odin. Yeah, Russell Crowe plays Zeus. That's uh, they, right. Uh, not to spoil it, but Thor, as part of the journey, does have to visit with other gods to. Oh snap! To because the 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 villain in this uh, light spoilers moving forward in terms of some of the cast identities, but um, uh, the villain in this played by Christian Bale is Gore the God Butcher. So oh hell yeah! So as someone who is trying to rad. kill all the gods. So that that's probably who I would be, huh? Uh, yeah, you maybe so, maybe so. You're not the biggest God fan. Uh, but really, really dug it. Uh, loved the cast. Uh, loved the comedy. Uh, I'm had, pretty excited for this one. It had me thinking about it for the next few days. So definitely something that left a mark on me. Yeah, uh, I want to go see it. 
I got to tell you, I'm seeing a little bit of complaints from people about the current phase of Marvel's, uh, you know, the, of the MCU. Some people aren't enjoying the writing of some of these shows. Some people aren't liking the epic scope of it mm-hmm. on the heels of the Infinity Saga. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people just aren't enjoying uh, the stories that are being told. I have almost not had a single problem with Phase 4. Me neither. I have loved all the shows. I have enjoyed all the movies that have come out. Um, Eternals, if I had to nitpick, Eternals was a little slower and less interesting than some of the others to me. I did not love the Eternals movie. Did it tie in? I mean, only in that it's set in this world and that, you know, they mentioned Thanos. It's one that you can skip. uh, So so far, yeah. But obviously, you know, one thing we've seen is is it's not always what came before. It's what's going to come after. You know, if anyone thought that they could skip WandaVision and then went and saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, yeah, they fucked up. Probably wish you saw some WandaVision. You yeah, know, it's true. Fair. Um, so yeah, so um, you know, even most recently, uh, Moon Knight, uh, I thought uh, definitely did not, you know, had to um, was not as cohesive as some of the previous shows since it didn't deal with characters we knew already. Right. But I really enjoyed that. Uh, I'm about halfway through Miss Marvel right now. What about and I'm really enjoying that. I'm still super excited for it. Uh, is it not out yet? Not yet. It's coming out next month. Oh, then that's what it was. I just Miss Marvel is the most recent one. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I'm I'm currently halfway through that, and I'm loving that. Uh, the cast in that has been great. Listen, I want I want She Hulk to be good. Yeah. But that CGI looked bad in that trailer. That's another thing too. Is I didn't think the CGI looked that bad. I mean, it, it did in that one part real bad. It looked like CGI, but obviously it's CGI. There's no green people. Like I mean, maybe that's my like. I don't think any you paint C- that person green I like Lou Ferrigno, <laughs> and we all go home happy. I don't think any of it looks real because it's not. You don't real. think Lou Ferrigno was awesome? No, <laughs> those eyebrows. Something was wrong there. The wig, man. Maybe go go back and look at like pictures of of Ferrigno as the Hulk, and it's like they didn't try very hard with the wig. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just kind of they kind of just stuck it on there, and we're <laughs> like. That's fine. Is it balanced? All right. Go That's ahead. fine. All right, Lou, growl for us. Yeah. Yeah. Growl and rip your pants. I don't know, man. I'm Go ahead, Louis. Rip your pants. Louis, would you? Mr. Ferrigno. <laughs> Mr. F. Rip your pants, please. <laughs> and by that, I don't mean just fart in them. <laughs> hey Hey. Oh, highbrow humor. It is. Oh, boy. Man. So you would recommend... Yeah, definitely. Check out Thor. Check out Miss Marvel. Watch all the MCU stuff. It's all fantastic. Yeah. Don't don't be a jerk. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. What you work for? Do 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 the do the do the do the dog. Everybody do the dog. Do the dog. It's the specials. Oh, okay. Um. I'm sorry. Been listening to anything? No, not really. Been listening to some old Green Day. We were yeah, talking about yeah. that. A little bit of warning before the show. Today. Yeah, a little bit of the '99 and before. Yeah, the pre 2000s era of Green Day. I uh, when did um what's the one? When did American Idiot come out? Like oh one oh two ish. Like I think, I think I like I like that one a lot. Or two thousand? No, it was couldn't have been two thousand because I think Warning was ninety eight or ninety nine. Let's look. Yeah, get that get that discography up real quick. The Discog. Uh, oh, American oh, four. four. Okay. Shit, okay. So, yeah. yeah. A warning was in 2000. Was it 2000? No shit. Yeah. I thought it was 99. Okay. 
Uh, I, I will, yeah, because I like uh, I like American Indian a lot. I like Holiday. That's one of my uh, one of my favorite Green Day songs. Um, also, uh, I gotta say, I'm a big fan of. Uh, I think it's on 21st uh, Century Breakdown. I think it's 21 Guns. That's a good song too. And I'm not saying they haven't had good stuff here and there. Well, maybe it is that, 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 that album. Act three. Oh yeah, you're right. Cool. Act three. That's, That's the problem. That's the problem. Green Day. Green Day a little too uh, a little too art, a little too creative. Well, too artistic. Those punk boys. Well, they just went. They went so far out of their formula, which you know is fine. Bands are allowed to do that. I'm not that motherfucker that's like you're only allowed to do the what you did in the beginning. Like I'm not that guy. You know what I mean? Uh, Coheed's a perfect example. I love their new stuff as much or more than the old stuff. Yeah. Um. But Green Day was an example of a band where after a certain point, it just, it wasn't for me anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the stuff that was for me is still for me, and it's still some of my favorite shit ever. Yeah. You know, and that's a thing that I think people need to understand is, you know, we just talked about the people that aren't loving the current phase of Marvel as much. Well, congrats. Phase one, two, and three was for you. Yeah, there you go. Now, now this one's not. Yeah, and look, it's not to say that you're not allowed to be disappointed or or not like it or whatever. But at yeah. the same time, you, what you're not allowed to do is basically demand that that everyone have to like what you like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Just be glad when it's ever for you. You yeah. know, Star Wars fans experience that. There's, now, there's exceptions to like you know uh, we're talking about how. You, you let a band experiment, you let a band grow and go out of their normal formula. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes it's great. And sometimes, uh, it's just different and not for you anymore, but it's still great for other people. And then sometimes, uh, the new thing they do is just, uh, bad. Yeah. Like, um, like when offspring got weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was just, that was just bad. Well, and it's just, you know, <laughs> they're like, Hey, guess what? We're smash mouth now. <laughs> But, you know, some folks love that era of Offspring. So, okay. Yeah, no, some folks like really bad stuff. <laughs> some folks like the insane clown posse. Like, I, uh, you know me, uh, I'm not, I can't stand the Star Wars prequels. Mm-hmm. But there are folks that that's their Star Wars movie. That's what they know yeah. and love. And they, they, that's the America they know and love. Yeah, so, okay, you know what? Fine. That's cool. Those aren't for me. It's That's hard to come you. around to that, right, though? I mean... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. there is lots of parts where you're like, no, that's just bad, and you shouldn't like it because it's bad. It's bad, and I don't like it, and you shouldn't like it. Well, I guess really one of the things that really brings it home to me is how many things that I've realized that I love despite people not liking it. You know, like, to go back to the Marvel, the MCU, uh, I'm one of the biggest fans of the movie Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. uh, love that movie. But that's one that a lot of people just didn't like. It wasn't their kind of movie. I kind of like to watch like the phases of, of things being popular and then being popular to be unpopular, yeah. like be popular to make fun of. Yep. And then once again, be popular because you realized, Hey, guess what? You liked it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I enjoyed watching that growing up with disco. Yeah. When we were kids, there was that big disco backlash. In the eighties and the early nineties, but then see, I'm gonna go other side on this one and say disco was always bad. Nah, see, but disco disco like, can be fun, but disco's not good dis music. Disco is dance music. Dis it's just fun dance music. Fun, not good. 
Fun is good. That's different. Fun Not is, necessarily. Yeah. Not, they in music there can be a difference. Yeah. I I think fun is good because fun can be just a formula that makes you move and is is <clears throat> doesn't require as much um, creativity or. See the uh, problem though is then you're 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 attributing the word good to mean more than just good. You're, you're, or, or, or less, actually. You're wanting... No! You're talking about good being an example of technical, um, what, skill. Not necessarily. Then what, what do you have against disco, besides the technical skill of it? Um, is bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. How, I don't how well you've proven my points. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> do I mean thank you? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, this is fun. Got any shows coming up? Blue Whale Comedy Festival, baby! Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Saturday, August 27th. The lowdown. I almost said 6th. August 27th. <laughs> be there or be suck. <laughs> You'll see Gravedigger. <laughs> Uh, You'll see Mike Gundy. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when um, the the uh, monster truck show would come oh, through yeah. town and they would always. Sunday, Sunday, and Sunday. it was always Bigfoot and Gravedigger. Bigfoot and, yeah, Gravedigger. Uh, oh, man, I used to remember more of those motherfuckers' names. But yeah, those two were always there. Those were the two. Gravedigger. Just a big truck. <laughs> yeah, that one was like a. a like a van. <laughs> it wasn't even a truck. They like had, <laughs> yeah. They were like, we needed to be a van so we can put more graphics down the side. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Is it? Yeah, he was kind of vanny, wasn't he? Right? Like an SUV. Yeah. I don't know. Had a closed back. Very so you could paint all the all the skull work. All the all, all the grave digging. <laughs> it's not even like like real like articulate stuff. It's like mostly just like lines, like a lot of purple and green. Yeah, it's a good combo in the nineties though. Yeah, super pretty. Yeah. It's real pretty. Go see Gravedigger. That, Gravedigger. It's very pretty. I'm <laughs> Gravedigger. I would love to hear you go to a monster truck rally and tell people how pretty Gravedigger He's so is. Pretty. Look how pretty Gravedigger is. What a pretty boy. <laughs> Pretty car. Pretty car. Pretty car. Pretty car. It's not a car. Pretty truck. It's a monster truck. <laughs> Pretty truck. <laughs> Just watch people's heads explode. <clears throat> Big tires. Uh, yeah. Pick of the week. Monster truck rallies. Yeah. Go to monster truck rallies. No, don't. They're gross Close and um, probably probably pretty bad for the environment and yeah, stuff. It can't be good. There's a little too much ozone. I don't know. Maybe they're helping get rid of all those old cars that they're smooshing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um. Yeah, I didn't really. Uh, I didn't really watch much other than the news this week. So sorry, gang. Yeah. My pick of the week is uh, go back and rewatch these Gen Six hearings if you <laughs> haven't. Uh, or go watch the recaps at least. Go watch some Seth Meyers. Honestly, I'm pretty sure that every single person in this country can gain something from these hearings that they did not know before. Um, yeah. And I don't know. At the end of the day, we'll we'll see if it matters to who it needs to matter to. Right. Uh, and that is Merrick Garland. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you know what? We got we got a lot of high hopes in Georgia, baby. Come on, Georgia. How long have I been saying Georgia? While. 
it's been a minute. Concerningly long. It's been a minute yeah. that I said, come on, they're going to get him in Georgia. Yeah. Uh, or the Southern District of New York. Right? Any, anybody. Someone someone prosecute, please. <laughs> How many fucking crimes do you need proof of? Yeah. Uh, I love you. You're very special. <laughs> See you next week. See ya. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>